When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Roku just announced Roku OS 11 with some improvements. I'm Ayaz Akhtar subbing in for Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With us to discuss Roku's latest news is CNET's David Katzmeyer and Sarah Lord. Katz is our TV genius, and Sarah covers Roku. In a blog post, Roku announced Roku OS 11 with some new features. There's Roku Photo Streams that lets you create a personalized screensaver. Those photos are also shareable with friends and family. There's also supposed to be improved sound where Roku will amplify dialogue. Then there's a what to watch section on the home screen. That's going to give you recommendations on stuff to watch. Katz, what did you think of these features when you read about them? Uh, well, first off, they're, they're cool. You know, no doubt uh, the photo screensaver is, is long overdue on Roku. Competitors have had it for a long time. You know, obviously Chromecast has been tapping into your, your Google Photos uh, library to show stuff on the TV for, wow, like a decade. Um, but, you know, the photo streams allow you to share with your friends and family so I can picture my mom, you know, wanting to look at my photo stream. The downside to me is that I got to create it myself. I asked, so, you know, I, it says you got to upload you know, your photos using the Roku app or whatever. Um, I don't think too many people are going to do that compared to, you know, just tapping into your your Google Photos on Chromecast or Apple TV, obviously, with Apple Photos. So, you know, it, it's it's cool. I'm a fan of Roku's current screensaver. You know, it's kind of quirky and stuff, but it's nice to add those photos too. Uh, what else? The audio stuff, a lot of that's restricted to Roku-only devices, but they did expand their AV sync. So for lip sync issues, if you notice stuff getting out of sync, that's really annoying on some streaming services. Uh, supposedly, you can you can use a calibration tool within the app to fix that on players and audio devices. Um, so those are those are neato, um, but you know nothing's really as big as AirPlay, you know, which they added recently with the last couple of software updates. So you know these these are pretty minor. Yeah, when I saw this news, it seemed nice. Nothing like groundbreaking. Like, oh, this is amazing. I wanted to ask you, Sarah, if Roku needs to do anything flashy with its OS to get some attention, or is it fine the way it is? Well, honestly, I love Roku for its simplicity. So the fact that you can just go and you know you're going to find exactly what you want to watch, and that's what makes it so great. So I think, honestly, like it's great that they keep adding all of these new things and improvements. And I like seeing that, but I, I hope that they just keep their uh, goal is to keep things as simple as possible because some of the other um, rivals get a little too crazy, a little too complicated, a little too overwhelming with your choice of what to watch. You get all of these things sort of coming at you and you don't know where to look. I think what makes Roku great is that it's really simple and I hope they just kind of stick with that. You know, speaking about rivalries, let's let's put Roku in the greater context here. Uh, where do you see it with the competition from Apple, Amazon, and Google? Cats, you first. So you know those guys are are always there. Roku kind of runs the show. You know they they're a smaller company compared to those massive you know tech giants, but in terms of streaming, they do have the largest market share, most compet most you know variety of products. Um, you know they they just kind of do it all really well. Very popular uh, hardware. 
Um, so, and then in the TV side, you know, they're expanding Roku TVs are, you know, selling really well. Google though is, is starting to take some more share, uh, you know, with their Google TV operating system and Android TV and those inexpensive televisions. So that's interesting. Um, you know, but I, I, I agree with Sarah, like, you know, the simplicity really is Roku's ace in the hole. What they do is they kind of leave it up to the Netflixes and the Hulus and whatever to kind of show you, you know, their, uh, you know, individual stuff you want to watch, continue watching within there. Whereas those other operating systems, yeah, they, they kind of bombard you with a lot of stuff that you may or may not be interested in. They depend on algorithms to serve up those recommendations. Interestingly, though, I, as Roku is trying to have it both ways a little bit with this latest update, they added another feature called what to watch, which supposedly is exactly that. It's, it's kind of personalized recommendations. Now it's not going to take over the homepage, but it'll be available as another option in that that left rail there, along with live TV and and you know featured free and a few of the other things that Roku has there. So they're kind of dabbling in that. You know, uh, don't know what to watch. We'll recommend it using AI type stuff. What do you think, Sarah? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I I agree that with what Kat said is that I I think that Roku has. A lot of things that work in their favor in terms of the market share. Um, I think they are the best in a lot of ways. We've certainly reviewed a bunch of them. I've reviewed a bunch of, or at least used a bunch of them. And I think that they are um, the simplest and easiest to use, which makes them sort of a leader in the space, even though they have all this competition. But I, I will say that I'm a little concerned, like, just not concerned is the word, but a little um, curious to see how these recommendations play out. I think one of the fun things about Roku, one of the best features is it's um, search so that you can search for anything and they have, um, whether it's like a genre or an actor or a specific program, and it'll show you exactly where it is and what streaming service has it and how much that streaming service costs or how much it costs to get it on like an Amazon Prime to rent it. And I think that's really great. Um, so I'm, I, I hope that they don't um, crowd out a lot of their home screen OS with recommendations when it's already so easy to search for what you want. Now, I, I use... A Roku TV, I have an Apple TV, I got a Shield TV, a Chromecast Ultra. I use these things regularly in, in different states. The things the Roku is always like the, the dead easiest, simple. And if everything else fails, I go back to the Roku. The thing about it I don't like is that it is so boring looking. I know when I said flashy before, I mean it. Like when you go to Apple TV, it's got all these animations. It's slick. It's fast. Roku looks like the thing I bought that was in that old box that had the little, like the dots on the top, like really original boxy ones, not these new ones that are all like sleek and everything. So it feels like the exact same thing I've been using forever. And some of that that familiarity, I think, is bringing a little contempt with me. Like, it's a little bit dull. I wasn't a big fan of the big ad on the right. And these features sound like nice improvements. But I'm just waiting for them to do something a little bit more splashy. Because the competition can wow you. It's like, oh, look at this. You can use you can use Google, uh, Google search for all your stuff here. Or you get Apple TV with its great animations. And they have their own TV service at this point. So... I'm obviously playing devil's advocate and as a real life Roku user, not the biggest fan of it anymore. Android TV for me has been like really awesome. But the thing about it and the thing that's going to keep Roku on top is that everything's available for Roku still. 
almost every app you can think of is there. Cats, uh, do you think there's any reason why Roku got rid of all those private channels? Maybe this what to watch feature has something to do with that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with the private channels. Um, tough to speak to that. But, you know, again, they do have that that really wide breadth of apps available. And I think you might be speaking Ayaz, to, to something that it, it's almost like this this tech um, you know, desire to have something be slick and new. And I'm sure when you're, you know, working at Roku and you're designing these menus, it's a constant kind of, you know, a tussle about what are we going to do? And, and, and they, it seems like they're always erring on the side of let's just keep it familiar. I mean, th there's these stories and TiVo, for example, did this, they redesigned everything back in the day and made it like just pissed off everybody. Right. Um, so that, that, that kind of stayed look the same thing you've always done. I always liken Roku to an iPhone. Um, you know, it might be too charitable because iPhone does do some different things, but at the end of the day, your, your iPhone homepage is just a bunch of apps. It's looked the same for, you know, 10 plus years. And, you know, Apple adds these new features and everything. But really, I think that familiarity uh, with with your screen, with with what you use to get to the stuff on your screen that you actually want to use um, is, is, is a big strength. Um, so, yeah, I, I again, I, I feel like maybe maybe Roku will come out with this this second menu system that's just for people who want something slick and you can just flip it on like a skin right with with they used to have on android phones where you're just like all right i'm gonna reskin this bad boy and, and have it look really cool like like a ps5 or something maybe you know okay all i'm asking for is smaller icons just so have <laughs> more apps on the screen sarah is that is that an unfair request that the that the icon sizes get a little smaller so i can have more than nine things up on the television at once <laughs> No, I think that is totally fair request. I mean, I like, look, you were talking about fancy, um, you know, fancy graphics or whatever. I'm all for that. You know, that's great. That's more cosmetic. I think you can shrink the icons. You can make them, you know, do some 3D stuff. I don't care. As long as I can still find my Netflix and my HBO Max and my Hulu, I'm great. Like, it's more about placement for me and less about... Um, like the the way the fancy way things look. I mean, I I'll I'll agree that in theory, what you want is like a universal continue watching. Apple TV's app does this, you know. Uh, uh, you can do that on on Google IaaS, right? You can you can it'll it'll stick its little hooks into whatever thing you're subscribed to, and and it'll it'll allow you to do that. The problem is it it breaks sometimes, and and content owners like Netflix or whatever they want that control of that interface. Like they would much rather have you dive into the Netflix app than the alternative, which is only you know get everything from the Roku homepage or from the you know Chromecast homepage. Um, and and go straight from there. So they're they're literally giving up control of that interface, which you know they don't want to do. So you know that's where Roku kind of plays nice with these guys. But you do have that extra step of having to dive into the app. In a perfect world, yeah, I'd love to have everything be right there on my on my homepage. Continue watching, you know, stuff that I care about, uh, and definitely not stuff that I don't care about. But you know, the problem is is even Chromecast, which does it best, and and obviously Fire TV and Apple TV. They they don't do it quite as well as I'd like to see. There's just you know that that universal homepage that focuses on content isn't as useful um, as we've been saying to me at least as as Roku's just like here's a bunch of apps go crazy. 
I just want to thank you both. I really love talking about streaming technologies. Uh, Katz knows this. I would always irritate him constantly about questions about any any device that came out. Oh, it's not irritating. Oh, yeah, I would interrupt constantly. Let's go with that. Anyway, so I want, <laughs> I want to thank, thank both you, David Katzmeyer and Sarah Lord, for your time. Check out Katz's article and video about the new Sony QDLO, the QD OLED. Easy to say. This may be the best TV ever. That's not hyperbole. That's really interesting. Also, check out Sarah's written breakdown of the new Roku OS features over on CNET as well. If you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Ayaz Akhtar. Thanks for listening.